I am Jen Wilson, author and body, mind and soul coach. Welcome to the I Am podcast, where we explore who you are. Hi, welcome to I Am Jen Wilson podcast and I am Jen Wilson. So today I have Hanine Stevenson on the podcast and I reached out to Hanine. I'd met her at a um, training event one night and then she posted up her very first blog just at the beginning of January 2019 and I read her blog and I was like, I need to have this lady on to have a chat about what it is that she's doing. She started her blog to share her journey that was about her giving herself some love and looking after her health as a priority and not trying to fit into any sort of standards, I suppose, that society put out there for us. She's just such a vivacious, amazing human being that I knew would be great fun to have on the podcast and that's what I brought today. As sometimes happens with technology though, um, it stopped recording at some point in the middle, so we lost a little bit of the conversation. Hopefully it's not too much and it definitely will not um, spoil the message that she has to share with us. So listen in and I will catch you on the other side. Welcome to another episode of the podcast and I need to remember that we're on the new name now. We're not Warrior Women Project, it's mm-hmm. I Am Jen Wilson Podcast. Oh. <laughs> and I Am Jen Wilson. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. So today I have Hanin with me. And Henin, tell the world who you are and what it is you do. Um, I am a little bit of everything, I suppose. Like I am a wedding planner um by day. Um so I'm also a photo booth person um by night at weddings and events. Um I am a sort of aspiring blogger. Um I have a few titles wife to be I suppose <laughs> as well dog owner crazy dog lady yeah a bit of everything really um yeah a bit of everything so out of all of that what's your favorite um right now I am just loving the start of the blogging journey I'm really loving it like I am in my off peak, like off peak season from wedding planning yeah usually from about December to March everything's quite slow it's just kind of getting ready, you know, emails, appointments. It's not really high kind of drama of setups and excitement. Yeah. So I'm lots of time to write, which I am loving. It's so much fun yeah. to actually get the thoughts out and <laughs> <laughs> down somewhere. It's one of the reasons that I invited you on was I read your first blog as <sighs> um, it came out. So why don't you not tell us a little bit about that blog? What is it called? Share the name and why it is that you've called that. So the blog is called Such a Pretty Face. Um, and it's essentially a, a sort of take back of a well-intentioned commentary on the way I look. Um, you know, it's most friends and family will say the same thing, which is, oh, it doesn't matter that you're a big girl. Don't worry about being a big girl, you've got a really pretty face, or you've got such a pretty face, don't worry about that. And it's like, it's almost um, worthy in spite of some perceived flaw, which 
every single time I heard it, I was like a wee bit winded because it, when it, especially when it comes from somebody that you respect or love, yeah, I feel like they're almost without intending to do it, they're putting out like something that you're potentially insecure about or a flaw instead of maybe just say nothing or just say oh god I really like your eyebrows or just say something else don't mention it say the positive because that's like people always say to me oh my god I can't believe that you're going to be 40 soon like you you don't look like you're going to be 40 and it's like what's 40 supposed to look like and it's it's like that they don't mean that in a hurtful way it's like here's your compliment but I'm giving them the wee underhand justification of it and I'm sure that if you pointed it out to people they would probably be quite devastated that they'd even hurt their feelings. I've actually had a couple of friends say to me because I've obviously you know forced them all to meet. (laughs) 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 They've become a quarter of the views that I've had. They're all like oh my god if they said that to you or you know any night out I you know apologise. One's like you know, what my my closest that our oldest friend, she's very like direct. So she's like, Thank God I don't need to apologise. She's like, I would just tell you <laughs> like don't wear that dress or like she, she would just say, Oh, you're like great today. So she, I like that about people. I like direct yeah um, people. Whilst I'm really an indirect person, it's something that I aspire to be. But yeah, um so yeah, I'm taking back that whole um that little sort of backhanded compliment. Yeah, um, and I want it to be something that you know I use as a positive force in life because uh, you know every time it's been said to me, and I really do mean it's been said a lot. Yeah, um, that, I, that it makes me feel a bit crap. So take it back. I'm owning it. It's mine. And you are that. You are that pretty face. That's me and my pretty face. I take that. All that. So yeah, essentially, I'm. I'm really just. Uh, document the journey I know yeah. I, you know it's the whole kind of cheesy thing like for me I, I think I'd said to you previously that I kind of have come to rely on my own little blogosphere and bloggers that I love watching and I find them inspiring and interesting and also just a really nice way to kind of have a bit of time just to do your nosy as well like yeah. it's nice to, to to read something positive and I thought well why can't I do that um I'd like to I'd like to do that and maybe somebody might come along maybe somebody might be like oh maybe I could do that or maybe we could do something together or so yeah yeah all of that positive balance stuff <laughs> so like I'm, I'm really clawing and getting all that together <laughs> so yeah you can follow me getting stuck in and so- you're, you started this just at the new the beginning of the year, yes, twenty nineteen. Uh huh. With the new year, new yeah. new yeah. thing, and you love that. I adore it. Tell us a bit about that. Well, I'll tell you. <coughs> the blog has been ready to go for like five months, and I'm yeah. such a one, right, <laughs> that I have not done it. And then every time that I was like, do you want know to do it? And then I had the idea. I'll, I'll hang off, I'll prepare myself mentally. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll start at the new year. And I thought, that, what a great time to start. Everything's fresh, everything's new. It's like first snowfall. It's amazing you get to run through it and it's yours. Yeah. Um, but in the lead up to that first post, all I kept seeing was oh, roll on the new year, new me post. And it was everything was eye roll emojis and 
you know, I just felt the negativity mm. towards folk who wanted that fresh start. And I was like, well, that is a perfect topic to start on yeah. because what is it about folk that hate that positivity in others? Or why do they why are they shying away from it? Why are they immediately suspicious? Yeah. Like what is that? What's that about? That's about their failures in the past. Well, uh, right, yeah. so, but even if you look at yourself, like, I mean, I think we can all say we've been massively guilty of at some point, you know, having that snap judgment of being like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Or like, what, what, what is she doing? You know, that, whatever, we've all had that snap judgment. It's, it's like kind of catching yourself and go, whoa, where, where did that come from? Yeah. I'm not really a judgmental person, so I don't really. It's not something that I do regularly, but I've noticed that since I started doing, you know, my, it started sort of focusing on my own balance and well-being, people constantly normalise. So yeah. this was essentially about talking to other people who may well be a little bit of a negative melee. Yeah. Like, look at you, look at what you're feeling the lack of. And then potentially address that because it's not the other person who is like trying to, you know, walk on air and, you know, start something fresh and new and positive in their life. Don't take that down. It really takes a lot of courage to, to take that with faith and say, I'm starting something new. Don't cut somebody down before they're even taking the first step because of your own insecurities. They've already got enough of their own demons inside that they don't need somebody else reaffirming that because that's their insecurity. Exactly, that's exactly what the blog is about. We've already, I mean, personally for me, I've already got a, a lifetime of my own insecurities. Yeah. I'm not feeling like the popular girl, not being, when I was younger, the skinny girl or being the girl with big boobs or being the girl who was a mixed race or all of that, you know, being a non-identifiable other, like, with a name like Hanin, but yeah. essentially I look pretty white and folk go, are you Spanish or Italian or something? And so there was always that, you know, you've always got insecurities. Don't cut somebody down before they've even, you know, they've had the chance to grow. Like everybody yeah. deserves it. So if you're finding yourself being that negative person, you need to ask yourself why it's about them. But also the people who are going to read my blog or the people who are are going to be the ones that are looking to start that new journey. And I want them to know that it's nothing to do with them when people yeah. snipe or, you know, deride, you know, some kind of choice that they make, whether that be, you know, to go to the gym or start meditating, which is always the one that everybody goes, ugh, to me about. <laughs> Like, I don't get that, but to, to let folk know, it's beneficial. It's so good. It's so 100%. Like, I never thought I'd be that guy. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I haven't messed with you, I'm starting to climb the walls. Yeah. Like, I grew up... And you know, it's the difference when you don't make it. So, so notice it. Like, I grew up in the East End of Glasgow, in the Calton, where the life expectancy is literally more than Kabul. Yeah, it's like the world in it's the most Europe and in, in the developed world, yeah. right? Um, and it's crazy. Like I had friends that have ended up um, with drug addictions and yeah. others who lost their lives to you know unnecessary violence and things like that. Um, it's it's a difficult place. So never did I ever think that I was going to be like a calm, happy, hopeful person because 
there wasn't a lot of hope going around when yeah. I was growing up. Yeah. There just wasn't a lot of hope going around. And certainly women were not um, expected to, to be taking time, me time and all of that. That's like in the 80s and 90s, that even the idea of it would have been laughed right out. Right out. I, yeah. uh-huh. I mean, I couldn't even imagine my gran being alive now and hearing all this kind of jazz. She'd be like, what? Me time? Oh, <laughs> I'll just go to my work, my second job of the day or whatever, you know, yeah. like, so, but it's taken back for the 80s and 90s when there's so much pressure on women to be the mum, to be the career woman, to be the stepford wife. But then you've got that Scotland, um, sort of epidemic of a lot of men drinking a lot of yeah. and a lot of in, in those times there's a lot of uh, you know gang violence and people grew up in a really it was very sort of tumultuous essentially so like I think folk just always especially like in the East End I think kind of live you, you kind of live in that bubble where you don't see out your own area and, and I think that's just life that's and it. that's what you're aspiring to be is alive. And uh-huh. well, I <laughs> exactly like let's let's try and live the same life as mums and dads and um and then there's also that whole thing of anybody who does try and do something else, you get that oh who does she think she is or yeah. who does he think he is and that old saying, Well you forgot your old arse you know that thing that you you know, you don't forget your old arse but you never forget where you come from. Yeah. And it's, it was, it's like you damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. So, and I think being, I've always been on the outskirts for me personally, because yeah. I've never been, I've never felt the, the, the inclusive, like, never felt included in sort of normal life when I was growing up. I was always different, other, separate. I've always felt yeah. that. It can probably turn out to be a good thing. It's really a good thing. Yeah. Because I didn't fall into that kind of peer group. And the pressure, and yeah. The, yeah, and I think it's a good thing. So, like, I'm glad, I'm glad of where I came from. I'm sweet, not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's good, like, it's great. I've got, you know, it's it was a brilliant, like, I, you know, it's brilliant to grow up where I grew up, and I don't know any difference. So, yeah. all of it's made me who I am now, yeah. which is soft and tough, and but mostly soft because I'm a limp. And, people pleaser which is something changing this year <laughs> but if something came up that you needed to fight for defend yourself ah uh, you know but it's it's the, and i don't mean scrap no, 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 no. Like standing up for no i'm such a one honestly i am such a one that's it's it's something um yeah i, I can pull it out from somewhere yeah. but most of the time um unconfrontational wimpy I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm letting go of that with people, please. Say yes, always say yes thing. It's, it's about wants, needs, me and no. Yeah. Just for a little while, not all the time, and not in every moment of every day, but taking a wee bit of something for me is something that I need to do now. Yeah. Have you read in the book Hidden Yellow Gifts by Shonda Rhimes? No. So that's a really... I love her. I, I love her and I love all her TV shows as well. That's a really interesting book because she used to say no to everything and her sister had a go at her about it. So then she decided that she was going to say yes to everything. Oh, wow. So the book is about a year of yes. And one of the really important things that she learned in that journey is that she has to say yes to herself. 
as much as saying yes to taking herself outside a comfort zone but yeah. she has to remember that she has to say yes to herself which sometimes means saying no to other people and it was just like that is so it's like so like, on, the, on the nose yeah isn't it like yeah. we totally forget about our own needs i love that that's so i'm gonna i'm getting that one if you're always saying no you're going to miss out on opportunities but if you're yeah. always saying yes you're going to stretch yourself to your thing there's a, there's yeah. a balance to and then you miss out on opportunities uh-huh. that was for her it was best spending time with her family like she would get three kids so she wasn't getting to spend time with them because she was saying yes to all the tv production companies and all the celebrity yeah. stuff that she was missing out on so she over that year she then learns to, to be saying yes to herself oh, I love which that. is just I think that's um, so powerful really yeah. like saying yes to yourself I love that yeah. I think I'm, really, I'm definitely going to listen to that book yeah it's a really good one I'll just go into Shondaland for a while <laughs> I'd love to live in Shondaland <laughs> <laughs> like how does your brain work oh, this so is amazing I love your post model <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love that. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's the that's the goal is to kind of strike that balance. And yeah. Sort of learn when it's right to push forward and when it's right to say no thanks or just no. No is a complete sentence. Yeah. That is a new thing. I read, I don't know where I read that, but no is a complete sentence. At the moment I read it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck? What? How? And they were like, <laughs> you don't need to explain. This is the thing. I have to, I make an excuse for everything. I'm so sorry because I'm this. And then I, you know, I don't want to hurt. And it, no, it's a complete yeah. sentence. I don't, nobody is owed anything. The same as if somebody said no to me, they are not. You just go, I don't know that's fine. You don't start looking for these I mean, like I, That was probably the most powerful thing I've read in the last couple of months. Yeah. No, it's a complete sense. So I am taking that one this yeah. year, for sure. I'm so trying to ruin that one. I was like, no, I can't make that. End of sentence. There's cool, no, so. There's no, <laughs> why I can't? It's just, no, because I'm sitting on my couch watching Netflix. I'm good at this piece. So what if that is why I'm not going to go back to like, I'm like I'm sorry. I had a really busy day of pajamaing all day. <laughs> yeah, but somebody to get it's finding that right balance because you're really busy with work and your work is helping other people. So you're giving, giving, giving. Yeah. So that they have the perfect wedding day. It's terrifying at times as well. So you then have to have that time of do you know what? No, I just need to sit and do nothing because your brain will explode if you try and keep it. All that level of busy all the time. But you know yourself from being self-employed, it's not like you get to lock the door and go home at five or six and then you can switch off and you're like, oh, good, beat up. You're going home, you're analysing everything you've done right, everything you've done wrong. Sometimes you cry in the bath. Yeah. Um, sometimes I cry at a McDonald's drive through um, And that has happened on a few occasions. Like, I just, it's too much sometimes, you never get that switch of time. And when I think, for me, I have lived in this up and down, um, really stressful life since I was a child. I've never had the settled thing, and I've always lived with a not horrible gut-wrenching knot in my stomach since I was about eight or nine. Yeah. Um, and I've managed to choose a job where it is the happiest day of someone's life. Yeah. However, it's also one of the most stressful build-ups to that day. Mm-hmm. What I do 
like, I love the challenge. I love the, the process. Initially, you know, telling this person you're going to help build something that they love and then seeing it through and seeing it at the end and you go, oh my God, we did that. Look at that. Yeah. It is the most satisfying feeling. Like, I'd done a wedding, like one of my last weddings of the year. Um, it was more satisfying than any drink or drug or anything you could ever imagine. Yeah. It felt like I was high. I love it. Yeah. And when something looks great and feels great and you know the person is going to be happy. You know, the person told me their grandfather cried as they were walking down the aisle and I was like, oh, oh my God. Right. We <laughs> didn't that. do that job. Like, we <laughs> did that. Like, yes. And a lot of these girls will have been dreaming about this from yeah. a very young age. Like, uh-huh. I, I was never that person. I was just like, don't want to wait until my get It's not my, not my jam, but there are some yeah. girls that... They were kids, since they were little girls. The fear is real because yeah. it's really difficult to... This is another thing about living up to other people's expectations, mm, yeah. right? You have to live up to this imagined reality that is it's really probably very unrealistic, yeah. you know, because the weddings that they've seen at the plaza um, on Bride Wars, right, or whatever, uh, are like $100,000 weddings or yeah. like the ones that they see on Pinterest are, you know, quarter of a million. Magazine. Correct, right? <laughs> so then you have to remind them that like... Budget. We need to talk about budget. <laughs> like we can do that, but you're gonna to have to remortgage, and we don't want that. So, yeah. like, we want to be realistic. So, it's um, it's it's a pressure-filled job, but it's it's bizarre how satisfying and how much fun it is, and I love it. And um, I also love the, the fact that it's seasonal as well, because yeah. I am a seasonal being. I am I'm a Cancer. I'm ruled by the moon. Summer is good for me. I get a little bit like low in winter yeah so you know it's i'm also like i'm i'm all about like sunshine happiness and being mixed race and like going you know to see my family in palestine um i'm like i love being out in the sun and it's like it's like in my dna yeah so um yeah i love the fact that we get see i'm you know, seasonal for me, so I get a little bit of downtime. But now I'm just filling that downtime a bit with vlogging. So telling everybody about my my life, <laughs> whether they like it or not. People choose to read it, though. and people That's are choosing to read it as well, well, which is really exciting. I'm at like a thousand views in two weeks, which I was not expecting. Yep. I've done my little um, vision board, yeah, and I said I would like to, at some point in this year, get a thousand um, reads in a month. Yeah, and who the hell knew it was going to be in first month? So what have you done to promote it? Do you know what? Not a huge amount. I've popped it on um, the Glasgow Glasgow Girls Club. Yeah, um, I've interacted with a few girls. I've interacted with a few of the girls um, on that who have been really like supportive. Yeah, like really, like totally amazing, really positive. Which I was so so grateful for because I was terrified um especially with the first blog being about you know fear of jumping off the ledge and trying something new um so yeah hi it's been great but what I'm, I'm thinking about doing is maybe putting it on a insta now and kind of getting it out there now that there's a few posts on there to, to read yeah so and I've got my little sort of structure which is going to be my Wednesdays and my Sundays yeah. which I feel is quite nice yeah um that flows well for me so yeah 
I think that's um, that's the next stage. I'm not really sure what else to do to promote it, but I'm going to look into that. I think this is more of a kind of, I'm just going to do it kind of thing happens. and see what happens. Yeah. And for really to be accountable to myself, which is something that I'm, I, I, I've struggled with in the past, to do something for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it will be good to actually say, you know, do this. It's, and it's therapeutic. I'm sitting there for a wee bit of time, enjoying the ride, laughing like can I actually say that like should I say that because <laughs> usually think, yes yeah I know I was like have I swore too much um have I cussed out a little bit too much maybe I should put a little you know like a little asterisk in there or something and then, like I overthink it and they're like what am I doing just do it enjoy it so yeah, yeah it's it's been fun and I'm really looking forward to see where it goes I think the um the feedback's been brilliant so far and I couldn't be more Pleased. It's, it's a really easy read, and I was saying to you before we started recording, I've read through all the first four of them yeah. today before you came down just to remind oh. me what you had spoken about. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to read the next one. And it's like, it's almost like it was a wee cliffhanger at the end. Of each, each one of like, right, she's going to take, she's going to share more of this story. I want to hear what else happens. I want to hear the progress. I want to hear what your experience of life is. Well, I'm living it as I'm writing it because yeah. I was, I, initially I was thinking, well, I'll do this in sort of like arrears and relive it as, you know, like a couple of weeks back, or you have a block post. And then I thought, do you know what? I'd rather do it at this point as I'm living it. So I'm just kind of like looking at things as I go, spilling my guts, and I'll probably go back to things like the cosmetic surgery post um, on Wednesday or, yes. or Sunday, I think. Um, that's something that I, I'm kind of going back and forward with, and I'm thinking about going to see someone um, properly about yep. that at the end of the month. Um, and it's kind of a, that's a massive thing to do. Like, it's, it's kind of scary, so I will definitely go back to that for sure. Yeah. Um, so I think we'll talk about it'd be a lot of like flashbacks. Jump back to remember I said this. Really? This is what I think about this now. <laughs> well, this is it. Like I, I already find myself going, well, do you know what? Like you're going to have changes and contradictions because yeah. some days I'm I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to pretend to be like insta perfect. It's not. Yeah. I am an up and down person. Like I have, I'm an emotionally led human being, yeah. and I am a really oversensitive person. Yeah. Um. So I'm quite happy to share the, the crap days yeah. and the information. Like, you know, it's for me, like, you know, days that you feel lo- like when my partner's away, I feel lonely. You know, the fear of, like, can we stay together? Can we, you know, like, it's long distance, essentially. Yeah. Um, it's not, like, you're not, not, it's not worrying about him going elsewhere because he's in a boat with, like, loads of other guys. And for him to go elsewhere, we've really you know involve a big lifestyle change <laughs> so yeah. I'm not worried too much about that <laughs> not worried about that but more like what that means for connection what that means for connection or like the self to to him and it's just yeah it's all like it's all going to be put out there I'm going to lay it there yeah um, I'll lay the scary stuff from the past there as well like it's, yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. I think it's going to be like a kind of therapeutic exercise. And I, I think it's that's really good. That's the one I was I'm going to come back to one of the things that you mentioned. And I say, things that you talk about the law of attraction and how that you follow 
like you think the law attraction says, maybe you also say you have to go off your ass and do stuff. Hundred percent. I think so many. I was cheating when you were saying that. Like, yeah. right. it doesn't. It doesn't just happen. Right. I have. I, I see James report. Right. So he. We when I first started doing the whole law of attraction thing, I wanted to see him, and he was teaching me a lot about it. And then the more I read about it, it's like the universe is working for you, but you also have to work for you as well. You can't just wish things into existence. If that was the case, we'd all have won the lottery and we'd all be driving about with Tom Hardy or Drake. <laughs> like that's it. Like we, we would all be we'd all be doing that. So yeah. wishing does not make things we can get onto the right vibration for these things to come to us with more ease, but we still have to put the effort in. Yeah. Like for me, the finding the law of attraction changed my life entirely. Uh, before that, um, I had basically been diagnosed with PTSD, clinical depression, all of this kind of stuff. I got medicated for years um, as a result of childhood abuse. Um, and that left me to, I felt intensely um, angry and wants to place blame on somebody else and I was so angry and everything in the world it was just it was it was horrible. But then when I realised that the law of attraction means that also taking personal responsibility and like the whole universe is working for you. Yeah. But you have to accept that and you can't be on that vibration anymore. You can't be on that negative vibration. You're just drinking poison and expecting somebody else to die. Yeah. And it's so it's so bad because I'm attracting more of that feeling. Yeah. I'm attracting more of that. And then when I realised I had to let that go, it totally changed. It totally changed my life. Like, I think I was 27 when that happened. And within a year, I started a business. I went back to uni. And it was like, well, this is crazy. I, I'm not saying it was easy and it, it, it wasn't successful right away yeah. and I wasn't perfect and I'm still nowhere close to being where I'd like to be. But I started on that journey and I jumped in with both feet and so many people were like, ugh, right. What? This the secret law of attraction? Yeah. Oh, come on, Napoleon Hill, what, what, what? And it's like, no, seriously, seriously, this is amazing. And it really does work it really does work if you put your faith in it and, and what go for it and the couch and get off the back side and do it like i never thought i would get to uni and i thought you know what what am i waiting for of course i'm never going to get to uni if i don't do something to get to yeah. uni so i was like right balls it out yeah go apply do it you know do it yeah it's all you can do and that's it like it, it came for me that was it and i ended up there uh, to one honours degree in business and events and I was like, whoa, how did that happen? <laughs> I'm a wee girl where not any, no one really had faith that I would kind of get anywhere I think. Yeah. I already thought I'd be getting by 16 and just living that, you know, that kind of expected Glasgow horrible lifestyle yeah. that, you know, people look down on Glaswegians for. Um, and, you know, it changed. I had like, oh, and at my graduation, one of my cousins said something. My cousin said, um, I'm so proud of you, proved the doubters wrong. He's like, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that actually feels true. So, yeah, get off your bum, work for it, do it, 
but have that hope in the faith. It's it's so true. You can feel the energy. But like, I believe I'm an empath as well, which is why I quite like to be alone. Yeah. Because um, I get like really stressed out and like big groups and not like it's not social anxiety because I'm just really chatty Kathy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so glad because this podcast is a pink really weird if you weren't. <laughs> just you and me sitting there going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, yeah, that's it. It's not social anxiety, none of that stuff. It's really me taking on other people's emotions, which is part of that whole people pleasing thing. Yeah. Like, even my other half, he had been away for like, I think, eight weeks. Um, over Christmas and New Year, so he was knackered. He was fed up. He was like, you know that point where you're burnt out and you just, there's nothing you can do but be tired. So we came home, come we could go, and he came home and I immediately felt my energy drop. Yeah. He, I mean, happy to see him. I was like, oh God, he's tired. And he's like, I'm already tired being with him. Yeah. So I was like, right, let's do something. He's like, no. <laughs> can't always get other people to get on the bandwagon. Yeah. But yeah, I feel that, like, I totally feel the, I feel the vibe. So I quite like the, um, quite like my own time. Yeah. And, that and I love the planning time as well. A list. <laughs> gives me time to do my list. Crazy. Crazy list, maybe. So another, uh, Part of your journey that you talk about on your blog is your health journey. Yeah. You're not going on any kind of weight loss journey. It's all about health. Well, I mean, realistically, the aim is to get down a few sizes, not because of vanity, but because I've actually really realised that there is, I'm having some health problems. Like, yeah. for instance, last year, I don't think I wrote this in the, the blog. I think I, I want to keep the word count down. Um, but... Um, like last year I was having palpitations mm-hmm. and I thought I was having panic attacks and it actually wasn't. Essentially, I was just overworking and stressing myself. Yeah. Um, I found my knees to heart. I was just, I was constantly tired, sluggish. And I was thinking, is this, like, what is, what is happening to me? And I, someone said, oh, you're getting old. I'm like, well, no, I, I still feel 21 in my mind. Yeah. Um, but if I don't get something done now, I could have diabetes around my family. Yeah. I could have that. I could end up with um, you know, heart problems. I thought, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a a much more kind of a relaxed approach to this and actually get myself fit and well. But I think for me it's sort of like all encompassing. It's not just mentally, for me it's so important to be spiritually and sort of like in your mind yeah balanced um which is something that I always struggled with and, and as I say I had quite an erratic upbringing um so balance is so key for me routine and stability and I hate to use the word, word normalcy but you know that normal sort of day-to-day um life um so yeah it's it's a kind of all-encompassing mind, body, spirit, holistic. It's not I'm not in any way like crunchy granola kind of girl. Yeah. Which I'm I love and totally respect and other people. I, I wish I could be a bit more kind of vegan y or veggie. I'm thinking of pescatarian. You know like it's not it's just one person's perspective. Yeah. I just want to do I want to be able to sort of get to a balance you know, a reasonable balance in each of those aspects of my life. Yeah. Um, 
And when you get when you do that, when you start connecting more with yourself, you then start making better choices of yeah. like, what do I actually want to eat today? What do I actually want to do? Do I want to get out for a walk? Oh yeah, I actually love being out in nature. The more you do that, yeah. then if people were more focused on doing that side of it, you wouldn't need to worry about yeah. nobody would have to worry about weight or going on diets because you're tuning into what your body yeah. needs and wants. And uh-huh. that doesn't matter if you're vegan or whether you eat meat. Yeah. If you're listening to your body and nourishing it in the way that it's asking for, you will be the shape and size that you're meant to be. Correct. Yeah. And That's... some people will be with flight sticks and other people will be curvaceous. This is the, this is the thing as well. I think this is type. another whole blog post as well because for me, I have never really aspired to be that, you know, like teeny tiny, you know, wavy lady. That's yeah. not me. And although there's, I love people who look like that, that's great. Everything, everybody is right. Everybody is as they should be. Yeah. It's no, no body is wrong. It's great. Yeah. But just don't put yourself in a position that might be unhealthy. Um, you know, i.e., you could bring real problems to yourself. And I know at this point in my life, that's where I am. I am yeah. potentially putting myself at risk. So that's the factor for me. Um, my my goal is not a kind of like I, I'm always going to be a curvy person. Like yeah. I had really big boobs when I was like 13, like double D's. Yeah. You know, it was ridiculous. Um, so my goal is just to be a nice healthy weight, feel good and fresh. And the thing for me as well is I don't eat badly, I eat too much. That's yeah. the thing. Um, and I also I'm also a cheese addiction. Like like I know I made a joke about it in my bio, like <laughs> mild to moderate, but it's probably severe. There's <laughs> essentially always four types of cheese in my fridge. Yeah. Um and it's my comfort food. Like I will make homemade mango salsa and have fish tacos, amazing, love it. But then I'll go and sit and eat half a roll or half a wedge of green. I'll whip oil on the top of it and rosemary and then I'll just dip it with breadsticks or charcuterie. I'll be sitting there with like, (laughs) And then I'm like, I haven't really eaten that much today. And I can't even go into denial about it. So I think it's about making actual realistic choices. It's about cutting down for me, it's about cutting down the cheese aspect of it and really increasing my movement as opposed to, you know, like going on some strict diet. I think um, I'm going to look at, I'm not going to be doing things like really overtly strict anything I think I'm going to just I'm going to try a few different things you know maybe like some milk thistle or herbal stuff just to like um see how they it's trial and error the whole thing is trial and error what works for me what is going to help me feel better you know I'm going to I've actually just started like things like um, multi bits and stuff like that so it's it's a whole it's a whole trial and error journey I'm going to trial and error fitness so I'm going to give some different classes a try because yeah, I love going out walking, but I also want to kind of change it up. I don't want to get bored. Yeah. So I'm going to give everything a wee go um, see what those and see, like, see what's fun, see yeah. what I can enjoy. I really I want to make this exciting. I don't want it to feel like I'm stuck in the drudgery of a diet or yeah, a, you know, some kind of regime. Or dragging more. yourself to a gym class that you really don't want to be at yes. because you're not really enjoying it, but you feel you should be there. Uh-huh. There's nothing more yeah. demotivating than feeling you have to do something. Yeah. Like, 
do something you want to do. Like I love like I I love walking. Like I've been going around Strathclyde Lake. Yeah. And I love that because you can just go away into my own head. And it's so just, good for you. Yeah. Especially if you've got a highly stressed like the rest of the year. I'm like a Labrador, I need to go out into the, into the world and just kind of get my energy out, like, honestly. I just, you just need to kind of work it out. And by the time I've gotten round, it's four miles, I'm like 10,000 steps down and then I've got the rest of my day. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's great. I feel bright, like I feel happy. Um, yeah. Yes. There's a lot of research on walking in nature. Like in Japan, they prescribe forest bathing which is just going and walking through the forest, they help reduce inflammation in the body and to reconnect to nature and oh, make yourself better. So it's definitely a thing that I love you on your grass barefooted and that's yep. supposed to be ideal so really for you. So grounding. And, uh -huh. and yeah. then like there's like uh, negative ion charging when you go to a waterfall. Yep. So I love that. Like I always feel at peace near water. Yep. I'm a water sign. Yeah. So like any time I like I'll take a drive in the summertime up to the falls of Ballock. Yep. And just sit for a couple of hours, have a picnic or something, and it's lovely. It's just, it feels right. Yeah. To, it just feels right to me. And anytime Paul and I get to go away, um, which we've not even had a, a holiday away in two years now, because um, of his work schedule, um, we just love to sit by the water and just enjoy it. It's, it just is so calm and so peaceful. And yeah. So, I love being up around the walk. I do. Any of the walks, like, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> it's great. Like, and I'm lucky because most of the weddings that I do have oh, some kind of water aspect. So even like, I'll, I'll take a wee half hour extra on like a cycle or something, and I'll go up and I'll have like a cup of tea myself before I make my bride, yep. or like my bride and groom, or my groom groom, or whatever. And um, I'll go and just sit and I'll just take it in. It's it's such a nice, and it's it's such a nice job to have to go and see lovely places. Yeah. Like I've got a herbal tea in every venue. Or cake as well. Like, do you have a cheese board that I could have it in the garden? Like, yes. So um, I'm sure the the wedding party want cheese. They need it. Right. They might be vegan, but they also they also need three extra plates of cheese that I can stay over here and I have to look after them. Exactly, like the yeah. whole, everything's balanced, the whole world, like everything, everything can be related back to that. Yeah. And that's, that's the, that's the, that's the kind of end result. But I don't think you can ever really be, you can, you can't really force yourself to be 100% balanced 100% of the time. I think that's something else as well. I think we get that positivity addiction and then we beat ourselves up when we don't feel like a, Tony Robbins follower on a Tuesday afternoon, you know, when it's raining, you're like, why am I feeling crap? You're like, because I'm allowed to feel crap sometimes. Yeah. So that is something that is well, like, I, I do want to talk about that, like, the every time I touch on his fucking gadgets, I, I break it. We're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> right. I'm glad it came back. Um, I, will, I will piece that wee bit back together. Because the reason I wanted to ask, 
talking to you about the health journey as you've mentioned about the post that you've done about going to see to speak to somebody about potentially having surgery yeah because one of my friends did that after she had her babies her boobs she just was like my boobs are sad you know they're not coming back and she'd only stopped breastfeeding maybe six months or eight months before and she went to see just like that I'm going to go and see a surgeon yeah. about getting like a breast lift or something and when she went and spoke about what she wanted and what they could potentially do she came away going I'm not doing it because really what they said to her the only way that they could get her breast to sit the way that she wanted was to put an implant in and she didn't want an implant right. she just wanted the restructure of what was already there mm-hmm. and she's like I feel so much better that I went and had that conversation with the surgeon to get the information so that it stopped me thinking about it oh well that's so it it's, it's that. what it's what you kind of obsess over I guess like <laughs> Um, you know, you look in the mirror and you go, oh, God, right, okay, the bias under my eyes, okay, my tits are tight, my belly button, um, all right, my, like, bum's a bit saggy, whatever, whatever the, the thing may be, yeah. you, you over-focus on it, and then you're, instead of just, maybe, see, in the first month, if you feel like that, if you went and had that chat, it would potentially just be gone, and you yeah. then alleviate yourself of that worry, which would be amazing, so I think, like, I've been stuck in that kind of feeling about my own body for a while because I had lost loads of weight a few years ago. Um, I think I lost about five, four or five stone really quickly on a fad diet, Mm. Um, like really quickly. And I was left a little pooch. And it's one of those things, I've got kind of stretch marks, which are fine, I don't really care about that, like that doesn't bother me in the slightest, stretch marks are stretch marks, I can 100%, I can tell you right now, I have never, ever heard a guy go, oh, she turns her stretch marks, never, never, not once have I ever heard that, they're just so happy to see a naked woman, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so grateful for the moment, Um, like that's it, like we just need to remember that, they're just like so pleased to see someone naked, that's fine, yeah, so, we're really, I think women sometimes focus on other women too much and other dressing for other women and how I look to other women. Yeah. Like, and that's that's that kind of like mean girl attitude. So we're mean, we're mean girling ourselves yeah. most, but we also have other people that we may look to as a kind of standard. And then, you know, it's, it's a kind of vicious circle. We need to come out of it. But... Whilst I think like, okay, like balance and airy fairy and what we call me hippy dippy, all that kind of stuff, right? Great. But cosmetic surgery is not really, doesn't really fall into that, you yeah. know, lifestyle of balance and feeling good about yourself. But why can't it? Like, why yeah. can't, why can't, um, why can't I tweak something that I can tweak if I want to do it? Yeah. And why can't it still be a balanced energy loving secret loving person the whole point is is that we don't have we don't have pigeonhole ourselves like god help me like i i want to do whatever the hell i want to do when i want to do it and i don't want to answer to anyone else now like i'm 34 years old i don't i have spent my entire life being so desperate to be accepted by other people that I have bent myself to what I think they need and I have I didn't really develop a list of what I love and what I want and what I need. Like I know who I am as a person but I, like personality traits aside like 
I always tried to be kind or you know, all that kind of stuff. But what do I want? What do I want in life? What do, who do I want to surround myself with? And in fact, those people that I've been trying to, you know, be friends with or whatever, are those the people that are that I respect and want to be yeah. friends with? So coming back to saying yes to yourself again. It's all about that, yeah. yeah. And so I think for me that I, you know that the whole this whole surgery thing, like people make comments, you know, you can't do that. You don't want to do that. Why would you want to do that? Well, because I want to, and if I yeah. want to do that, then you I should to be allowed to do it. And anybody else who goes wakes up in the morning and goes like that, well, do you know what? I want bigger boobs, and I want implants. Like if you can afford it, and you're not putting yourself into any pressure to yeah. do it then go for it, like, amazing, fine, fantastic. Um, I'm going to go and get some filler in my lips, and I should feel guilty about that. I don't want to do that. I'll do that. That's, that's weak. But I still feel like, oh, my God, people are going to be like, oh, judging. Yeah. But I need to expel those feelings, and I want other people to do the same. Like, I want other people to just do whatever the hell they want to do. And but make sure they're doing it for the right Do it for them, themselves. yeah. I mean, the, like, I even think I sort of justified myself on my last post, in a way, because I said, well, there's going to be a little bit of blue skin, but even if there wasn't, like, why would I, why would I need to say that that's the thing? But uh, that is true. I mean, that is true. In my mind, I'm thinking, well, if I can do it, I can do it. But what if I didn't have that excuse and I just wanted to do it? Then I should be able to do it. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm excited to go and see the doctor. I'm kind of terrified. Like, what? How does how does that look? Like, have we had to take my top off? Oh my god! I just <laughs> just that anxiety <laughs> over that. Like, oh my goodness, is is terrifying in itself. But I'm excited to do it because if it's something that's going to make me feel, you know, sexier, happier, better, then. Like, I'm excited to do it. I'm excited yeah. to feel, free. like, I've been doing my walks and I already feel clearer in my head and I cannot wait to see it where I'll be in six months. And yeah. even if it's, you know, just one step forward, amazing. All forward movement is good to me. Yeah. And I'm not putting, I'm going to try not to put too much. I think every time you go out for that walk is another step forward. So already, you're already all those steps forward. Yeah, I mean, it's that thing of, like, I used to think, oh my other people that are running around the, the lock, they're going to be, well, look at this, like, fat girl walking around, lazy bitch, or whatever, you know, something like that, and you, you talk yourself into, it's that thing of ladies not wanting to go into the gym, girls yeah. not wanting to go into the gym because they're fear, the fear of other people. 99% of folk in the gym are not interested in you or taking selfies anyway, so, yeah. like, that's it. I think we just, we, we totally beat ourselves up and mean girl ourselves. Yeah. And we you don't give other people credit for actually being nice people. Yeah, but the majority of them are nice people. people are really good human beings yeah. and the other people are just really sad. And themselves. they're not worth giving the energy to. Well, this is it. Yeah. I try and do the whole, like, I think I put it on my post. I don't know if I put it on my post that someone said, um, she would be a 10 yeah, she'd she be is. a 9 she'd be a 9 yeah. if she wasn't a fatty and I was like oh okay so that really hurted my feelings yeah and I thought to myself well what I, I wanted to like immediately you know go 
ballistic, right? My, my initial thing was they cut them down to shreds, to point at every floor and be mean. And then I was like, well, no, that just exacerbates the problem. Yeah. Also, will make me feel crap later on. And then I went into the bathroom, had a cry, and then I was like, well, what's wrong with these people? Why do they feel the need to be like that? They Are they trying to impress their friends? Yeah. Do they feel, un, you know, you know, sort of unworthy in their own way. So I just thought, well, I wish them all the best. They obviously need it. I'm just trying to live my life. And yeah. I just tried not to beat myself up too much about that. But it really, that one, I needed, you know, I needed to get yeah. after mm-hmm. that one. I just needed to get a few shots and a few drinks, which is not something I normally go in for. But I was like, I'm going to... Yeah, dance it happen. off. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was it's a horrible thing for somebody to say. Um, and like I've had arguments in the past with people who immediately go to that fat comment, and that and my response is always the same. Fat just tells me that you have got eyes because I am not. It's, it's clear I'm a size 22, 24. I'm a fat person. I don't think that is a. I don't think that is a derogatory word most of the time it's a descriptive word yeah right we need to just people use it in a derogatory manner right? yeah. it is what it is i am fat all that tells me is that that person that's calling me fat has one not got the intelligence to come up with a better um argument yeah. or can't find anything else wrong with me to to say to yeah. me so it goes for that that immediate um blow so that doesn't really bother me i just then tell the person i just think you're you're not very good at insulting folk, are you? Not really that clever, are you, sweetheart? Um, so, and that usually, that usually makes them clap it. So, um, yeah, like, but I think that's something else that we need to we need to change as well. We shouldn't like. I kind of. I mean, I like the I like the term curvy, voluptuous. Yeah. I kind of bulk a little bit at the whole plus size thing. Mm-hmm. If that make, like. I call me fat, fine. I'm a like I love the term BBW. I think very beautiful women. Yeah, okay. Right, I freaking love that. Like I love yeah. that. But if you put that on an Insta hashtag, you get all the crazies. Yeah. So it's like a dating thing, right? Oh, so, okay. Um <laughs> like I didn't know that, right? So like that's like a preference, like a sexual preference. Um but I love that term, I think that's amazing. Yeah, big beautiful woman, amazing, love it, great. I kind of bought at the term plus size. I feel like it's really clinical and a bit condescending, yeah. just a tiny bit. And I don't, I wouldn't deny anybody for using the term. I've probably used it myself at points as well. But I just think, oh, I don't like that. Call me something else. Or I, I think we should take back the word fat as well. I don't think we should make it a negative. It's, it's a factual thing. It's not something you are. It's something you have. It's something. So, yeah. Who cares? And everybody has fat on their bodies. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. So and like, it's a part it's, of being alive. It's irrelevant to any real world skill, talent, or characteristic yeah. in a human being. Anyway, like I think I said in my first post, I have been really brutally hurted by people who are fat and people who are skinny, and the weight is doesn't um, soften or harden the blow. It's irrelevant. Yeah. None of it is that relevant. personality trait yeah. of nastiness that comes out. Or, yeah, nothing is... Who gives a shit about your weight? Yeah. I, I care about health for me. Yeah. But, like, I look at somebody like, you know, Tess Holiday. She's probably about my size. And 
I love like that she was on the cover of Glamour. People were saying that it was glorifying being fat and all of that kind of stuff. Like, just sh- come on. She, it's not like she doesn't even know that she's fat when you don't need to tell her, right? Yeah. And people do not look at Tess Holiday on the cover of Glamour magazine and go, right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go and get 10 cheeseburgers a day to look like that girl in the magazine. Yeah. Right? Nobody's doing that. And it's only... Like, nobody's doing that. It's not promoting or inciting anything. It's just the same as when you see, you know, the skinny girls. Like, some people may be affected by that, but nobody's... The vast majority of people are not running out to be anorexic or bulimic. I mean, I tried that in my early 20s. I was the worst at it. I used to binge and forget to punch. (laughs) And I was sat on the sofa. I was like, why is it? wake up like 45 minutes later like happy food's home and like damn forgot to do it like it's 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 yeah. not no like it's not it's not normal people aren't going to go and if do somebody's it. going to be anorexic or bulimic they're going to do what it what they see on a couple it's just it's something that happens so like whilst i'm saying like it's all about health and stuff i would never decry somebody who is the same size as me big or small or whatever for doing their thing like go for it like amazing and if you're healthy, even if you're not healthy, that's your choice. And I yeah. totally respect your position on that if you want to do that. But for me, this particular journey is yeah. going to be about getting healthy, not that yeah. I have no interest in being thin anyway. Like I don't think I, I don't think I would suit it either. Yeah. Like I think it would well, be, if you've always been big busted, if you're big busted and stick like figure underneath, you're never gonna look like a stick like figure yeah. underneath anyway. Exactly. And I've got like most of the time when I'm a bit like but when I've got a small waist and, yeah. and big hips, it's part of the you know Mediterranean yeah. Yeah. thing, you know, like I wouldn't yeah. That many women would kill for who have got a straight up and down figure. They're like, I just want hips and I want a small waist. I mean, and I'm like, could I please stop? Like, I don't want to do any more squats in case my hips get in. I don't want to do that. Okay. So at the gym, please don't tell me to do a squat because these thighs and this ass do not need to get any bigger. And it's like, that's funny. One of the, one of the funniest things about weight that's ever been said to me, um, like, my friend's son when it said to me, Auntie Beanie, you've got very skinny legs for a fat lady. And I was like, Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I think you should have been given good option. Yeah, like that was the funniest thing I've ever heard like, about weight said to me. Yeah. Because out of the mouth of children, you can't, it's true. Like, yeah. I go and I like walk or I used to play football when I was younger so I've got like quite like muscly slim legs that don't really match the size of my tummy and my, my, my body my torso so he just completely called me out on that and I was like oh okay right so I now know that thanks for that kid um so yeah like that's probably a little kick in the teeth as well so like maybe I should try and be a little bit more healthy and in my lifestyle. So that's which really kind of just brought me right here. And I'm not going to beat myself up about overeating, comfort eating, stress yeah. eating, fear eating. That's my worst. I'm not going to do that. There's nothing I can do yeah. about what I've done in the past. All I can do is I love my. I, I do. 
I don't dislike myself as I am now. Yeah. I quite like myself. I think I'm all right.
see in your life. It's, well, it's, it's not bash, it's nice to come to. Personal connection and energy is not that jazz. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for listening and remember to leave a review and subscribe over on iTunes or SoundCloud and check out what's going on at IamJenWilson.com or head over to Instagram and give us a follow just following IamJenWilson.